vampires really do turn into bats and then crush the box office. Pattinson, you done me proud. Has Netflix taken cancel culture too far? And Disney Plus, you complete me. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! Listen! Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey! Cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important! If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Smash question, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. This is the Geek Underground episode number 68. My name is Dadpool, Why'd as always, with my amazing co-host. <laughs> my co-host. Panda. <laughs> he always stops and just kind of looks at me for a minute before he starts talking. So I'm like, are we recording? Are we not? I don't know. And well, it's really... <laughs> when I press record, I need to get in the mood to actually talk to people. Okay. And, and I have to just take a breath. It's recording. And then I can start. Okay. And it's great to be here with you guys. We are, I mean, it's just been, uh, yeah, it's good to be here. It's really good. And I, I like to say this a lot, but we do have a lot to talk about today. There's a lot going on. And I know you sent me this article, oh so you gosh, saw this. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It, 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 so Putin and Russia are trying to do now their own fast food restaurant where all they've done is taken the McDonald's arches since McDonald's is no longer there. It looks like a McDonald's arch on its side and then with the whole open space, so like, turning it, it into like a, a bee. bee. It looks like a bee. Which is a Cyrillic, which is their their alphabet is called Cyrillic. Mm -hmm. And that stands for uh, a, a, v. a V, which is for Uncle Vanya. But it is so literally the McDonald's logo. Just turn on its side. Yeah. With a line added so to close it So basically all they're going to do is flip <laughs> them over and draw a line. And there you got it. You can start using it. Do you know what McDonald's are doing, though? All of the people that they've had to, to basically, who can't work, who worked at McDonald's in Russia, do you know they're still paying them? McDonald's is? McDonald's oh, has awesome. said that they will continue paying their employees in Russia because it is not their fault. Yeah. I think that's amazing because, you know, I know McDonald's sometimes gets a bad rap, but sometimes they do some really good stuff and yeah. Yeah, How to him for that. It, it is really good because I, mean, I see these stories of people in Russia unable to pay their mortgages because now with the banks basically raising all the interest rates on them and yep. they, they can't afford their mortgages, they can't afford rent, they can't afford fuel. I mean, so, so much is happening just to the average person in Russia where we, you, you want to be able to help everybody. And it, it's just you, you, it's, it's tough when one person is, is making the decisions for a nation and it's the wrong decisions. That's it basically it, every war, though, is one man against one man, and they control it all yeah. and tell everybody, you should do this because I say so. And it's dumb. It's called the futility of war. The futility of war. The futility of war. Indeed. Something else I saw, though. Now, this, this is a really old story, though, but this still has it just has me bothered. I'm really I don't know how you feel about our woke, woke cancel culture that's happening in the world right now. I think in, in some cases. It's it's it can be good because you are trying to weed out things that are hopefully inherently evil, but it just seems to it just seems to catch all the wrong things. And 
Yeah, you, you know. So what happened yeah. with one of our favorite shows, you guys, we've talked about this a lot. One of our favorite shows is Community, and uh, Trash Panda here went to watch one of her favorite episodes, which yep. is in season two, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I did. And what did you find? So I went on Netflix because I do have it on our hard drive. I know it's there, but I thought, no, I'll put it on Netflix because then it will just keep rolling through the episodes. And when you do it on the hard drive, it doesn't tend to roll through episodes. It plays one. And I was going to sleep. Dad Paul wasn't there, so I was like, right, I'm going to watch Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I want to watch this episode. And I went there and I'm like, I can't find it. I'm sure it was in season two. So I looked through season three. No, it's not there. Maybe it was in season one. So I looked through season one. It's not there. So then I go and Google it and I find it was in season two. But Netflix has removed it. Now, why do you ask? Deadpool tell them. Because a character within the episode played by Ken Jeong cosplayed as a D&D character. Called a, a drow. A non-human D&D character. A non-human complete fantasy alien race type character. And because he happened to use dark colored paint we on his he skin. Used literally black paint. And even in the room, you've got to, if you haven't seen the show, come on. But literally, you've got Shirley, played by Yvette Nicole Brown, and you've got Donald Glover's Troy sitting in the room. And even Shirley points out, are we just not going to address this height crime there? And they make light of it by going, no, I'm a dark elf or a drow, because he's dressed up to make somebody who was suicidal feel better. And so Ken Jeong, who is an Asian man, has literally painted himself jet black and has got elf ears on as an alien race he's an alien he's not even a human race and, and this was removed and canceled by netflix for mm, okay yes so, but so how are they getting away with this because honestly if you look at pierce through the entirety of the entire time he was on that series he was the most racist old man ever i mean the stuff he came out with was incredibly offensive but it was part of the comedy of it yeah, and Donald Glover and Yvette Nicole Brown were both blown away that this episode got canceled. They had no idea. Now, no. There, there was zero outcry from the African-American community. But I'd None. like to point out also that Netflix is still running Trading Places. Now, this is an old 80s movie with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, where one's very wealthy, one's very poor, and they literally get switched over. And at the end of the movie, Dan Aykroyd actually plays a Jamaican man in full blackface now this isn't him trying to be an alien or a a dark elf or anything else he is literally pretending he's like a rastafarian jamaican guy with a very bad jamaican accent and yet they're still playing this movie it's fine you know i i understand the need to educate people and i totally get there are some strongholds in america and really the world at large that needs to be weeded out but but please educate me if i'm wrong please send me if i'm wrong does a character dressing up in cosplay if they're wearing dark or black makeup to make an alien or fantasy creature come to life does this offend you if, if you are if you are black, African-American, African, uh, because to me, like all I see are just fat CEOs at Netflix making these decisions when there was no outcry for this. Nobody, no. nobody thought this was offensive that, that I that I've heard or talked to or looked at. Nobody thought this was offensive. And it just seems like it, I mean, where are you see, go with I this? can't even watch Tropic Thunder. I mean, I've tried watching that and it's got an amazing cast. But literally, I find that movie so offensive that I get about 10 minutes into it. And I'm like, I cannot watch this. I actually cannot watch this. 
And then there's Robert Downey Jr. That's part of the reason I find it so offensive because he is in full blackface. Now, this is a movie that was made within the last, what, 12 years? Yeah. Because I think it was like 2012 or something like that it was made. And yet nobody says anything because it's Robert Downey Jr. Okay, if we're going to say it's all one thing, then please do all one thing. Do not separate these things and go, well, you can't do that, but you can't do that because I don't agree. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. It it just rubs me the wrong way when you go so far to where it's like laughable in the things that you are saying is now racist when... Again, please, if, if I'm being insensitive, educate me. I, I really do. I'm really open to, to understanding if certain things are offensive, but it just seems like this is going too far. And that's my rant, and I'm done. Moving on now. We, we do have movies to talk about, and, and can I just start, or do you want to start? But I, you didn't give me my little oh, thing. Oh, you do have a I thing. Have a All thing. right, before we get this. into the things we're geeking out about, Trash Panda So guess what I found out today. a thing. I, I, what, what thing did you find out today, Trash Panda? It is approximately... 17 weeks until Shark Week! Oh my gosh, what? 17 weeks! It's 17 weeks away! Why? But here's here's what's even crazier. So here's movies. what's even crazier. So no, 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 wait, 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 this is so good. All right. So I was looking through the Twitter of like the Shark Discovery Week. Channel because I wanted to see if they'd released like the dates because generally it's at the end of July, beginning of August. And so there is a thing out there asking for Orca Week. Orca Week. What is that? Um, They're so wrong. I mean, they wish they were as cool as sharks, but no, they have to go out there and just start indiscriminately killing sharks because they think they're all good and great and everything. (laughs) They're like the Indominus Rex of the sea world. They're not like the cool velociraptors that kind of go out there and kill stuff because they want to eat things. No, they're just going to go and kill discriminately and kill the nice things and just do that. Down with the Indominus Rex, down with the Yorkers, and don't even get me started on dolphins because those things are... Yeah, I've seen Free Willy, okay? I, I, know those, I know those things are good, and they're just protecting Orcas. us humans. Boo. They're protecting us Boo. humans from the deadly threat that is sharks. Boo. The deadly threat. They're not deadly threats. That is sharks. No, they're not. Moving on to movies. Shark week. <laughs> Shark week. <laughs> Panda. You what? know what? Just, you got to calm that down a little I bit. I love the Shark Week. It's so good. Movies. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to rub it in and, and say I told you so first off. Okay. But I have been saying for a very long time, I thought Robert Pattinson was made for this role. Okay, get to that in a minute. <laughs> Let me just. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into spoilers. I just You're watched it a week ago. The Batman, aren't you? I'm talking about the Batman. So let me just give you a quick spoiler-free review. But okay? he's not the Batman. Spoiler-free review. All right. So get. You got to get past that thick tar-like layer of grit and gray tones that DC likes to throw at us these days. Have you seen that meme where it's a Marvel versus DC meme? And in the top, it has Marvel and a guy in a camera, and it says, lights, camera, action. And below it has a logo of DC and a guy in the camera, and it just says, camera, action. It leaves the light. That's, that's like every yeah. DC movie. Okay, so DC throws those dark, tar-like gray tones and gritted us and everything these days. And, and Batman, though, if you get past that, Okay, you understand that's what's gonna, it's going to be there. Uh, Batman, it was a great nostalgic throwback to what Batman was originally supposed to be about. An amazing detective using his skills to fight crime and put the bad guys away. That, that's really where this starts. I mean, do you know what DC stands for? Detective Comics. Yes. 
And it was under that mantle that Batman made his debut and then debuted so well, they made a spinoff, Batman. Um, but this movie did for the character what Daniel Craig did for James Bond. It, it made the character believable. Up until then, come on, Pierce Brosnan has invisible flying cars. None of that made sense. It wasn't grounded in anything. And this one, it makes the Batman character feel okay, grounded. I'm going to nullify that argument because you have not seen all the James Bond movies. So therefore, you cannot say any of that. Nor have you read most of the books. You've listened to one. Uh, one. I stand by my... I stand by Boo. that. So, so it made the character believable. And one of the things they did that I really... I, I underestimated how... What's the word? I mean, I underestimate how much it'll set the, th- the the theme and the and the tone of a movie is just using a a uh, they used a, a Nirvana song as the the intro and exit of of the movie. So when you're introing the movie, you have this song playing, and, and it it almost grounds it in reality even further because Gotham City has always seemed like a different universe, a different reality. This could not happen in our world, and it, it made it feel just so much more grounded just simply using that. But I've been saying it all along. Pattinson was made for this role, and he was a method actor who brought the perfect blend of emo and action together. Yes, okay, I understand. Keaton, gold standard, right? And most people on everybody's list, you have Keaton and Christian Bale in, in one or the other, first, second, whatever it's going to be. I will place Pattinson as a solid third to that list. Number okay. three, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to try to dethrone your Keaton by any means. No. And it has a current, <clears throat> currently it has 85% Rotten Tomatoes and 8.4 on IMDb, and it deserves those. It's, it's not the greatest movie. There are flaws. The three hours at times definitely felt like three hours. But it was a great addition. I mean, it was really good. And, and they are going to make another one now because that one is doing and has done so well up to this point. We will have further iterations of this Robert Pattinson because he just played that broken character so, so well that you need to have to be Batman. And I've been saying this and you've been laughing at me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Vampires really do turn into bats. Yes, vampires really do turn into bats. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, baby. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, so a be cool reference as well for those that might have yeah, gotten that twinkle, one. Twinkle, baby, twinkle, twinkle. Come on, that was great, Vince Vaughn. Oh, love if it. you like Vince Vaughn, love you'll, you'll love Be Cool. <laughs> but but it, it was it, it was really good, and I feel vindicated. And and now I was shakily standing up for Batman for a while because I was kind of worried, but I still was was sticking my neck out and saying, no, he, he's going to do this role, and this is going to be one that he's going to nail, and he really, really did. So if you haven't seen it yet. It, it, it's worth a watch. It, it's worth worth paying to go see. It, it really is good on the For big screens. For adults. Although they really could have taken the grit further, they didn't show stuff that they could have. And if they did, it, it would have made it higher. I'd say probably 16 is a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they would have shown some of this stuff, I, I, I don't know. I, I even think our... What is this rating over here? Is it I, I think it is a 15. Okay. So I, I think I think that might be about right. I really feel like that's a good rating for it because it is still dark and gritty and, and a bit edgy, but they, they could have gone worse with it. They could have made it much more graphic than they did, and they chose not to. So I was proud of them for that. And yeah, moving on. Cool. So Batman, yeah, good job, Rob. Way, way to support me. I was worried I was going to be let down on you, you know, by you on that one. So, so thank you. I just want to really hit now we've done like DC because obviously Jared Leto was the latest... I'm going to completely ignore the other person's Joker. I'm sorry. He does not exist in my book. But uh, Jared Leto's... He did win an Oscar for that I don't care. He did win an Oscar. Since they used that song, that movie is dead. He didn't make them use that song. I don't care. He still was a part of it. 
do not. No. Thank you very much. Okay, and, and she means Joaquin Phoenix, not Heath Ledger no. or Jack Nicholson. Heath Ledger. No, Jack Hasn't, Nicholson is my joker. Didn't Nicholson win an Oscar for that? I don't know. Has everybody won an Oscar for their renditions of Probably. Joker but Leto? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Leto. But in any case, when he was making The Suicide Squad, obviously he was... This guy is like a Stanislavski major, like... I, I, I'm going to do exactly what he says, which means he's method actor. For, from all reports, I've heard he's the most intense method actor of anybody. I know Pattinson's a method actor as well. And, uh, but and like Andrew Jared Lincoln Leto on Walking Dead. was like, seriously, he but, like yeah. got dead pigs and brought them to the set and was like shooting them. And I have read some really weird stuff. But everybody was very tenuous when they saw he was going to be Morbius because his co-stars are like, what on earth is he going to do? And apparently this guy has gone above and beyond because most people, when they go to kind of figure out how to do limps and stuff like that, because at the beginning of Morbius, he's obviously, he's got a blood disease, which means he's basically a cripple. He's, you know, he's got walking sticks and everything else. I mean, you've probably seen the trailers, you've seen him. And most actors would put a stone in their shoe or a couple of stones in their shoe because it makes it incredibly uncomfortable to walk. And that's one method of making it more believable to have that kind of walk and everything else. Did Jared Leto do that? Oh no. He went and spent time with people with blood disorders and people who were literally crippled. And his co-stars said they are seriously concerned about the well-being of his spine because he carried it on so much they think that he might have done some irreparable damage to himself. Wow. I mean that is insane to me. Yeah, I, I got to give props. Even guys like Christian Bale, the body transformations they go for for roles when he played like Dick Cheney, he, he gained something like 80 pounds of just Well, Tom Hanks not, when not he got cast away. Yeah, and they, they, well, they halted production for six months so he could lose 40 pounds and get like stick thin. Or Chris Evans when he was doing Captain America. <laughs> yes, they, they waited 100 years until he was really old and then they started filming again. <laughs> no, the beginning one. Oh, uh, okay, where he worked out, not where yeah. he got really old. Yeah. Okay, they, they didn't send him... No. Back in time and let him get old and then use the <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I do have props for actors that will will yeah. do that for their craft, and that's what it is. I mean, acting is a craft. It, it is not something people see. Oh, I could do that. No, you couldn't. I, I always think I can, and then I, I get that reality check of no, 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 no. You could not do what they're doing. They are doing something special, and that's not you. See, I've done acting. That was kind of what I did in college, and. I remember doing, I did Joan of Arc as my monologue uh, for my exam and I got really into it because I really identified with her anger and everything else and I really got into it to the point where I was in the scene where she is basically saying, you know what, you need to kill me because putting me in prison for life is not happening. And I picked up the stool I had, which was my one prop, and I threw it across the room. <laughs> Whereupon it landed about an inch from the examiner's legs. And I stood there for a second like, oh, crap. Oh, Just continue. Crap. Just stay in just the continue, role. Just stay just in the role. <laughs> You've gone this far. I mean, you might as well I not. I got good marks for that. Nice. I must admit. But yeah, it is It is crazy kind of getting into it and everything else. It's, you know, I, I do respect method actors, but there is where I think it goes a little far. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's why, I mean, Heath Ledger, now he didn't commit suicide, but he was on all those pills and drugs because he, he had gotten so deep into the, the, the sinister side, the dark side of that role 
that as he was coming back out, he couldn't sleep. He, he was having panic attacks. So he was on different things for anxiety, for sleep, depression. And it was just, unfortunately, the combombination took Anybody a little too much. That pencil magic should be. That no. pencil magic. <laughs> still amazing. Um, all right, moving on. Let's go video games here next, and then we'll get to TV shows after that. So what do you have in video games? Uh, what so are you geeking out things about? Things I love. Oh, my gosh. So obviously my, my main two games uh, have been Destiny and Overwatch for, for quite a while at this point. Um, I am loving the new season of Destiny. The Witch Queen has been just an absolute revelation. It's like Destiny 3. I mean, there's no there's no two ways about it. It's absolutely insanely good. Um, with, you know, the new world, a lot of the new kind of like story um, stuff, which is brilliant. The fact that they put in two different modes, you can do it on Legendary or you can do it on the simpler sort of thing, or you can go back and do it the other one as well. Yeah. And the, the Watcher... Is it no, the witness? The witness. Oh, oh this, my this gosh. new character they're bringing in looks amazing. He it, is it, scary. Yeah. Like that is the <laughs> scariest thing that Destiny has ever done. And I thought that the the flood in Halo were bad because those used to freak the crap out of me. But man, the the first time you see the witness, you're like, oh no. Yeah, no, but, no, but, no, but, no. but not scary like in a really gross Resident no, no, Evil no. zombie kind of way. It, it's like just... the most menacing thing you think you've ever seen. Like holy moly, I do not want to be fighting that thing. And I know exactly. I'm going to have to do it, but I do not want to do it right now because he is freaky. Oh my gosh. So if, if you've fallen off the Destiny wagon recently, when you come back now, all your gear is going to be leveled up. Yep. And there's just uh, there's a ton of in-world stuff to do. There's a ton of end, uh, end game stuff to do. PvP, PvE, there's a great blend. There's actually, really, there's not much PvP right now. I know you're against your PvP, but really right now in Destiny, you have Iron Banner, and that's it. There, there's the normal PvP stuff. Well, the problem is, I find, and the thing I'm getting really annoyed about is the fact that Whereas you used to have these events that happened bi-weekly, you'd have Iron Banner, which was great because it was for the Crucible players. And I really do get that. But the problem is, is I cannot now play with Dadpool in Iron Banner because I'm an okay Crucible player. I'm not a crappy Crucible player, but I'm an okay Crucible player. And yet I get annihilated because Dadpool is a Crucible player and I get annihilated every time. So I can't play with him because... It's just the two, it's the levels are wrong. So I'm left out of then trying to get some of these Iron Banner bounties done. And it, it's really frustrating. It's more frustrating. And then they took out the things like the faction rallies, which I really enjoyed because it was like you chose a faction, then you went and did other things. You could do Gambit, you could do strikes, you could do, you know, public events and things like that and do those to get points for your faction. And then the faction that got the most points at the end of the week, well, they, everybody got a prize. Well, I, I think that was great because it was not yeah. just for Crucible players. And, and they replaced that with the uh, <clears throat> the Titans versus Warlocks versus Hunters kind of thing. And the that, Guardian so it's Games, the Guardian but Games. Sorry, the Guardian Games happen once a year. Yeah, and yet their main events, which were really good. And I mean, I didn't even mind doing the um, the Crimson Doubles because that was, that was fun. really that good was fun, fun with you. But they took that out even. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a bit over crucible at the moment, must admit. But there but are plenty say, of things for PVE. I've got to say, the rest of the content so far has just been insanely cool. Get back into Destiny because it's just been it's it's brilliant this season. It really is, and there's it's no sign of stopping. I mean, every time I log on, there's something new to do. Yep. I'm really looking forward to the beta for two, uh, Overwatch Two that's dropping at the end of April. If you haven't signed up for it, if you didn't know, if you go to the um, blizzard homepage you can sign up for it it's absolutely free 
No chances. I like free stuff. Yeah, free stuff. Free good. stuff is good. So some people will get picked for it. Some people won't. I'm not sure if it's console or um, uh, computer based, PC based. I'm not sure. They haven't actually said that. So I've signed up. All of the above. I Maybe mean, probably. And hopefully we'll have some good information about that. Nice. And the other game, just really quickly, got to show my love for um, for Uncharted. Your newfound love. My newfound new love found for Nathan love. Drake. Holy cow. <laughs> not not Tom Holland, Nathan Drake, mind no, you. The no. actual video game, Nathan no, Drake. No, Tom Holland is not Nathan Drake. And don't leave what that silly movie tells you. Because although it might be an enjoyable flick, he is not Nathan Drake. And nor is Mark Wahlberg Sully. No. No, no, no. Just bad. And Tom Holland with his tiny little mouth and his little cherry. Just no. What what if the movie was called Unmapped instead of Uncharted? And it was just its own thing. Would it have been an okay movie? But they literally pulled (laughs) bits from like Uncharted 3 and Uncharted 4 and put them into this Uncharted movie. And like when Tom Holland is like hanging off those crates off the back of the plane and then he kills that guy and he's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, Nathan Drake would not apologize. He'd be like, yeah, see ya. And he'd be like, Nathan Drake. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he was just playing bits of Peter Parker. Really, is kind of really what he was, was doing was as awful. Nathan Drake. It, it wasn't was awful. It was terrible. It wasn't awful. Okay, it was Nathan Drake is Nathan Fillion. Is well, is a decade ago Nathan Fillion. Yeah, or unfortunately, who, hot guy from hot guy from the paintball hot guy. Hot guy, what from Lost? Oh, Josh Holloway. Yes, that is Nathan Drake. Okay, like you need that, or or the guy who played Solo. Uh, the new guy. Yeah, he's got a weirder name. I can't think of his name. He could play Nathan Drake. He's not as good looking as Nathan Drake. Because you've got to be roguish. You a do. Bit. And and Tom Holland is he's not too that much of a yet. kid. So in ten years, in ten yet. years, Holland might be able to. I mean, he, he's... I'm sure he has, but he just doesn't come across as hitting puberty yet. His voice is too high, and he's just no. All he's right. not. We're never no. having Tom Holland on our show. He's 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 going to turn Bless down. Bless him. He's every a great replace. actor, yes, but that was not a role for him. Just really wasn't. Anyway, Uncharted Four. If you have a PlayStation right now, PlayStation Plus has a chart of games that you can get. Everything from The Witcher number four to Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition. Um, There's just a lot of good games, but one of them is Uncharted 4. And I've got to say, probably one of the most enjoyable solo gaming experiences I have had in a very long time since Portal 2. Nice. And I loved Portal 2. I mean, I'd go back and yeah, play Portal, Portal 2 anytime. But I literally played through the game, sat there, and even Dad Paul was like, what is the matter? And I'm like, I just really thoroughly enjoyed that. Went back, went and bought 1, 2, and 3 remastered, completed those, and now started back on 4. Whereupon I just found out that there is actually another game that I can jump into from there. But it was brilliant, and it's free. It's free, free, people, free. Guys, free is Go wonderful. and give Nathan Drake some love, because he needs some love. All right, and then lastly in video games, something that I'm sure a lot of you will be geeking out about as well is Hogwarts Legacy. Now, this has been in production and promised to us for years. It's been pushed back. They have just announced a release date, which is just holiday. It's not really a date, but it's a time frame. Holiday of 2022. So probably somewhere between November, December of this year, we will have Hogwarts Legacy released. And they gave information about it. So you're going to be playing as a fifth-year student in the late 1800s. So what exams would you be taking in the fifth year? Of the late 1800s or you mean in school? In school. Oh, wait, that's, let's see, 9, 10, 11, wait, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay, that's your 11th, that's your GCSEs. In England, you're taking GCSEs. At Hogwarts. Oh, at Hogwarts. Your your, your OWLs? 
Very good. Okay. And what do they mean? What does OWL stand for? Um, outstanding witches learn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ordinary wizarding levels. I was close. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for this. This is actually something that me and Jumpy have been talking about. We're actually going to be talking to Jumpy in just a few minutes um, on the streaming, which we're going to be starting very soon. And I want to just give a big shout out to HTB Gaming, who have been incredibly helpful with us um, to start up our Discord and our Twitch channel. So we'll be doing that very, very soon. But um, Jumpy's going to be on here. She's going to have a quick chat with us about it. Um, but we're hoping to get into Hogwarts Legacy because the rumor is it's going to become a massive MMO, which we really want to get in on the ground up. So I know I'm getting you for Christmas, Jumpy. It'll be Hogwarts Legacy. So that'll be great. Awesome. Awesome. And then TV shows I'm geeking out about everything. Oh I think we both are. Everything sans one show is related to Disney Plus. Disney Plus is just taking everything over. You may have something outside of that, but just one, one bit of news I think we all know by now is that all of the Marvel shows that have been on Netflix are being moved over. I'm not sure if they're available just yet, but they've all been announced to be, I think they are actually showing on Disney Plus, right? Um, I will double check that. You go ahead. It's Yeah, because uh, they, they went uncensored and that's what caused some of the uproar. I don't get that. Yeah, the, I really the, don't get that. There so was Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay, it, it, it is definitely a grittier show. It is definitely a more violent show. But but the fact that, that parents are in uproar and people are in uproar that they haven't censored Daredevil is laughable when you look at what else you can find on Disney Plus right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, no. I've seen Daredevil. It wasn't my favorite. I'm not going to lie. But... When you can watch things like the Tommy and Pam, Pam and Tommy, oh my gosh. Like, I've been reading reviews on that, and there's full frontal male nudity. Walking Dead. Walking Dead is on Disney Plus, people. And Deadpool is on. <laughs> and, and you're getting upset about Daredevil, where he just punches people. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's dumb. No. It's silly. Get over no. it. Yeah, they are now all... On, on Disney Plus. But, but the great bit of news. So we've now brought Charlie Clark, uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil into the MCU. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be making another series of Daredevil for Disney Plus. Now, we're not sure if this is a full reboot. We have the multiverse now, so we're not sure what universe necessarily this will be. But I, I, lo I loved his rendition of the character. And again, no offense to Ben Affleck or actually plenty of offense. The first movie was terrible. It did not do anything for the franchise. It wasn't enjoyable. I, I, I never want to go back and watch it, but Charlie Cox really brought that character to life. And, to and now, to be fair, it all wasn't Affleck's fault. It, it just, there was a lot of things that worked against him in that movie. I have come to at least appreciate in some small way Affleck as a director, actor-y type person. I liked Paycheck. That one was good. And Goodwill Hunting... He is a good actor. He's definitely a good actor. Phenomenal director. That was just one movie I couldn't get behind. I and, and I love movie. I, lo I love superhero stuff. I liked the director's cut. It actually made that movie enjoyable to me. But it's one of those movies that's like, I can put it on in the background and I do not have to concentrate on it because it's not particularly... Because it's mind-numbing. You're right. You don't have to... Like the Justice League. Completely mind... Although, like the first Suicide hey, Squad. Snyder cut of the Justice League was really good. Did I say the Snyder Cut? That's Justice League, though. But did I say the Snyder Cut? You don't have to. That's what it is now. But it was the Josh Whedon version that I was talking about. Uh, okay. I'm talking about a lot of the DC stuff. Just pointing that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so Daredevil coming is exciting. Obi-Wan, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, 
all all coming very very shortly here. Uh, and then let me just finish up Boba Fett. So I, I know the Boba Fett series ended in December, January, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Ah, the only time that I really got excited about that was when the Mandalorian was in it. I, I couldn't, I could, which, which it should have been just Mandalorian season three <laughs> at that point. But I was really ready to check out of the series. And then he came back and I finally got invested in it and what was happening. But up until that point, I really didn't care. I was watching it because I was hoping it would get better and it wasn't terrible. There were bits of lore that I really enjoyed. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've never been a huge Fet fan. I'm not a fetish person. I'm literally going to make that into a thing now. You don't have a Boba um, fetish? No, I don't okay. have a Boba fetish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I never liked the fact that he escaped the Rancor because he... Uh, the Rancor. Snarl. The Sarlacc. Because he was undigestible. I mean, that just was like, really? No. So that was, I mean, was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I met the original Boba Fett. He, uh, I can't remember his name now. Jeremy Bullock. There's the guy. He's such a nice guy too. I've met him several times passed before away recently. he passed yeah, away. He passed away in the last few years. Um, but yeah, it, he's never been like, oh my gosh, best character ever, like some people seem to be. But yeah, you're right. The only thing I absolutely loved about him is the fact that he he created this sort of <laughs> this new thing with a rancor. I mean, the rancor's always been seen as this like really. <laughs> Until the Bad Bat show where they kind of made the Rancor kind of cute, which is really weird to think of. But the fact that in the last episode, he rides the Rancor <laughs> was well, just insanely cool. But in, yeah, you're right. It was not cool until there were pieces that were great. And you're like, oh, that's really interesting. Oh, that was really cool, especially with the Sand People. But for yeah, the that, most that part, was actually kind of fun, it but... was so bitty and choppy that it didn't really feel right and then you it, brought in like the mandalorian and grogu and luke and ahsoka and, and then stuff. it got better and then it got incredibly much better so yeah it even felt like the special effects were cheaper than, than the mandalorian it didn't it didn't feel yeah it didn't feel like they put as much time and effort into that as no. they did mandalorian so it, it was good to have him come in because i think he salvaged the show to where they might make another season now up until I that don't point know why though. they'd need to to be fair but i mean they're, they're kind of fleshing his story out a bit but just yeah but it's kind of he was like he's kind of a moot character i mean i can see him coming back into the mandalorian because of the Mandalorian and Mandalore, but I just don't see it being yeah. a, an important part of the... An important part of the franchise. So Moon Knight's coming out, though, on yep. the 30th of this month, and for those lucky enough to see it, the reviews are coming out, and they are very, very positive. This is That's getting cool. some great reviews so far. Now, not many people have seen it, but but again, those that have, they're saying the character that, that uh, Oscar Isaac plays, and, and again, the, the fractured state of his mind where he has a multiple personality disorder, mm-hmm. and that's how this character comes out. Uh, it's, it's good, and it's probably one of the most anticipated Disney Plus Marvel shows in a while. I hope um, that's the case, because they told me about that, about the Eternals, and that turned out to be a... Oh, the Eternals, that... I just started watching that again, and it definitely is better on a second watch when you don't go in with such high expectations, which because of those reviews I saw, I went in expecting the moon 
and, and I got a, a rock, and it, it was definitely a, a I bit didn't of a even letdown. Get rock. I got poop. <laughs> All right, it wasn't that bad. It, it, was. it, it just wasn't that good. <laughs> and then Ms. Marvel just dropped. So, what did you think of that trailer? You know, I really like the way they did it because it's very. It's really, really going for the teeny bopper, like tweeny sort of thing. And I think that's really good that they're appealing to, a you know, that kind of female younger audience. Yeah, but I was talking to our daughter about it as well, who's really into a lot of these Marvel shows. And she watched the Marvel Uprising, which was a, a combination of all the Marvel kind of young girls, women. She had Squirrel Girl and Ms. Marvel and, and Ghost Spider and uh, a couple others there that were mm-hmm. all together. And we both kind of had this conversation that Ms. Marvel never had the, the cosmic powers they show her as having. She could change size and make a big fist and, and stretch and get big and all, but I never saw her with they that. They kind of made her like a mini Captain Marvel. Which yeah, which I, I, that's not... Uh, maybe what, it's just the trailer's misleading because she did actually grow her fist at one point. But yeah, it's it's nice to see that they're, the diversification. I mean, Kamala Khan is... Um, is a really, I mean, she's really cute. She's in Doctor Strange, um, Multiverse of Madness as well, which is going to be really great. So I'm, I'm excited to see how they do it. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's one that my dad will not watch because <laughs> <laughs> he'll just be like, no, because he didn't like One Division. Um, in fact, until uh, what was the third, the fourth one that we watched, he didn't even like Loki. He, no, he didn't like Loki. Falcon and Winter Soldier, and yeah, yeah, there was the other one that he liked. Um, he was just like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, Hawkeye. Like he liked Hawkeye. He liked a Hawkeye, and I liked Hawkeye. I've got to say, it was fun. But yeah, I'm. I think it looks fun. I think it's. I, I just need to learn more audience. about the character because yeah. I, I'd, I'd read about her in the uh, Amazing Spider-Man. She came in and teamed up with Spider-Man for a little bit, but and so I thought I had a good grasp of her powers and skill set. But apparently, I've missed something. I, I just need to see. I think we all need to go and get a better understanding of the non-major Marvel characters because it just seems like we're getting these random characters from left, right, and anywhere that. I've never well, even. Well, she's had at really least a biggish role in years somewhat, past. But I mean, some of the others that you're like Fin Fan Foom and things like that, you're like, well, wait, what? Yeah, but Who? there are, there are so many characters that, that we I don't know. ever need to go back and look at. And but I, they're I, looking <laughs> like they're bringing a lot of these sort of characters into like the Marvel MCU for Phase Five. They're they're so, bringing they're bringing a lot yeah. in. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, one show I've. Yeah, a couple of shows I've got to talk about really quickly, though, um, going away from Disney Plus. One's Resident Alien Season 2. Holy cow, it's just gotten funnier. I mean, Alan Tudyk, you are a absolute legend, man. You seriously are. This show, literally, I feel like I'm going to pee myself. And it is very few shows that actually make me feel like I'm going to pee myself. But this is one that does it. And, I mean, last week's episode just insanely cool because he transforms into a woman who has been like sexually harassed by her boss and he literally starts throwing the boss around the room and when he's talking back to um one of his friends he says i would i was just doing what you would have done if you had the force of six gorillas (laughs) yes he's amazing man you you know we rave about alan tudyk on this show and and resident alien gives us another leg to stand on just because it's hilarious and if you haven't started watching it it's on sci-fi right sci-fi channel i watch it on now tv over here if you have that um i will point out that it is a rated 18 show i'm not entirely sure why that would be rated 18 
Um, there is some bad language in it and there are some portrayals of sex, but they're not particularly graphic at all. Um, I mean, you see some dead bodies in the beginning, but he's a doctor, so it's no worse than Law and Order or oh, anything yeah, NCIS, else. You like, just chong, chong. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, the other show that has just been um, so much better this season than it was last season is Picard. I mean, season two is just like rocked the boat. Q's back. The Borg you, Queen is back, which is holy is cow. Ridiculous. And Guinan's back. And it's just throwing fan service and good storylines at us. And now we're in a. Oh, I don't even want to spoil it because if you haven't watched it, you need to. Season one was good. I enjoyed but slow, it. It just but it was very slow. Along. But season two is really just going. <laughs> Yeah. And I just want to watch more. I mean, I'm already ready for, and I get, to, I have to wait till Monday. And my dad keeps watching it at the weekend and then rewatching it with us on Tuesday. Oh, no. So we need no, to just no. watch it on Fridays no, instead of Mondays. No, with him on Fridays. No, because I really want to watch Resident Alien. Well, watch them both on Fridays. He won't do that. You know, he won't do All that. Right, well. So, anyway, really super enjoying those two shows. And Discovery has been brilliant as well. I'm really still enjoying Discovery season four. They're taking in some new directions. They're doing this thing with this um, anomaly. I'm not all the way through the season because we'd started watching it and we got kind of held up. But she's just such a rock star. I mean, Michael Burnham, love her. Much happier with her hair now. <laughs> that hair was so distracting. I'm sorry. I'm really sad that one of my favorite characters has kind of stepped away slightly. If you've been watching season four, if you haven't, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But it is like, no. Do not take her away. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say is a her. But she's still in the background and apparently she's coming back in later in the season. So she hasn't completely left. So I am very happy about that. But Star Trek's just doing amazing things right now. The new seasons of like Strange New Worlds. I mean, season one hasn't even dropped and they're already doing casting for season two and bringing in Picard, which is incredible. I mean... That's how good it is yeah, going mean, to be. The, the characters have for Pike and Spock oh, and just the whole crew. It's really, really, Anson really well Mount done. Threw it out. I mean, he knocked it out of the park as well. And he surprised me, especially after his role as Black Bolt. And, and yeah. uh, it, I, I, well, he didn't say anything. So you yeah. didn't really know. For me, I was, I was my first exposure to him. And he really didn't leave any kind of impression. No. Like, eh, this guy's going to do it. And then he came and he, he knocked it out of the park with that role. And I know you haven't watched it, but Star Trek Lower Decks. I've watched some of that. I've watched oh like a gosh. good season and a half or so. Yes. The two seasons of that are just absolutely brilliant. I mean, really funny. And the fact that they just keep picking up like Star Trek legends, just one after the other and just bringing them into the like the voice acting and everything else is it's just fun. Super fun. Yeah. Great little cast there as well. Well, guys, what we're going to do now is we're going to just end our part of it, though. We have a, a little interview with, with between uh, Jumpy Wizard and Trash Panda here as they're kind of explaining some of their streaming stuff that they're getting off the ground with us. But I, I just wanted to wrap it up and say, guys, it's been it's been a pleasure. It's a great time. We always want you to know that it, should you need anything, we, we love to be here for you. And we love being able to help when you have reached out to us with, with, with anything. And a lot of it has to do with with mental health. And, and if you need any direction, any guidance, just somebody there, just know that that's why we're here. We want to be here to be a voice, to hang out with you, but also to be someone that you actually can reach out to. And, and maybe if we can't help you ourselves, we have networks of different organizations and people that we know that, that, are, that love to help and love to be a part of, of your journey and in helping you wherever you're at. And that's, that's why we do what we do. And so just again, 
just don't forget to be awesome because you are. And so often it's so easy to see the weeds inside instead of the amazing person that we are. And that's one of the things you're doing right now with our youth here at the church Mm -hmm. is on, on self-worth and body image and all of that, that, that stem from a lot of depression, anxiety. And, and, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a rough world to be in right now. Yeah. It definitely can be a rough world. But you know, the most important thing is to be authentically you. Just be you because you are good enough, you are amazing enough, and you are awesome. And you don't have to be anything else. And just don't care whatever everybody puts those labels on you because they're not worth anything. They're just nope. not. You are awesome as you are. And whatever that looks like, big, tall, fat, thin, don't matter. We don't care. We love you. We think you're awesome. And you know what? We're here for you. Yeah, we love you guys. Uh, cutting right now to Jumpy Wizard and Trash Panda sharing a little bit about their new streaming endeavor and the fun they're going to have together. Yay! So from us here, though, I'm going to say see you later and don't forget to be awesome. And, and be unique. Be yourself. Be a peacock in a field of penguins. All right, guys, we're going to cut over to an interview with Trash Panda and Jumpy Wizard talking about their streaming endeavor they're launching in the next few weeks. So enjoy. So, hey, this is Trash Panda, and I'm here with Jumpy Wizard, my best friend, Carrie, all the way from the States. Hey, Carrie. Hello. (laughs) A little pause there. Hello. So me and Jumpy are going to be streaming every Wednesday evening. Well, evening time for the British people and morning time for the americans jumpy has been my best friend for 20 years and we love gaming together and so jumpy just tell us a quick little bit about your gaming what you do what you've done and all that so i really didn't start gaming until i was much older i was diagnosed with epilepsy so that kind of put a hindrance on stuff although my epilepsy is different when i started i started out with your normals like super mario brothers Mm-hmm. And all of those. And then I moved up right now. I'm playing a lot of Overwatch, which I have done for the last six years. And I have been introduced by you, thank you, for Destiny. So that's where I am at right now. Cool. So what we would like to be doing on a Wednesday night is we want to stream. First and foremost, me and Jumpy have a lot of fun. Dad Paul has told us on a many occasion that we're very funny to listen to when me and her are going backwards and forwards. But not only that, we really want to create a community online where it's not just watching somebody stream. That's always good fun. I've watched lots of streamers. It's always good fun. However, I don't see a lot of streamers out there also giving you opportunity to sending concerns or wanting prayer or anything else. And we want to create a space, especially on Discord, where if you want questions answered or you need some prayer or you want to just join in with somebody who's not going to be sending f-bombs out every five seconds that that's the kind of community we want to just build and i'm not saying that's always a bad thing because you do find that a lot in gaming but we want to create something a bit different something where you can feel safe somewhere you can feel like you can have some fun but it's not going to be like you're going to get yelled at all the time because you're doing something wrong which I know, Jumpy, you've been in that situation a lot where gamers who seem more experienced kind of have kind of have a go at you because you seem to be doing something wrong when you know you're not doing anything wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of your communities out there, especially in gaming, it's like, oh, the first thing they're going to tell you is you're trash. You don't play right. You're doing this wrong. And it's like, you know what? What if you're there to just have fun 
and not have to be like concise on everything that you do. So yeah, I've had that. I've had that a lot. So if you want to join us again, it will be every Wednesday. We'll let you know the start date. It will be every Wednesday on Discord and on Twitch. You'll be able to probably watch them back on YouTube as well. And we're going to be on there on a Wednesday, streaming live, Destiny New Overwatch to begin with. And then Christmas time, we're going to be starting with Hogwarts Legacy, which we're both really excited about. I know I am. Terribly excited. Cool. You sound very excited. I, I must have said. I know, right? <laughs> All right, Jumpy, thanks a lot, darling. We'll talk to you soon. So that is Jumpy and Trash Panda sharing their awesome new endeavor. I mean, making just a community a solid, positive, uplifting community online. We need more of that. We're spending more and more time there. This is something that's amazing, and I really hope you take part in this. We'll get you more information as it comes when we know exactly how and what we'll be streaming on. We'll get that to you. Hopefully by April we'll have that up and going. But, guys, it's been a pleasure, and thank you again so much for joining us here on the Geek Underground. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome. All right, let's try a mic check. I've got nothing. Oh, there's something, sort of. All right, mic check now. Hello. 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 It doesn't look very loud, though. All right, this is the Deadpool coming to you live from Kingsland Church, but it's not live because this is pre-recorded, packaged, and put on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by... The letter Wubba You.